0: hello all and welcome to NFL pitch episode 4 uh, today I am joined by my friend Adam as we get predictions or our first record predictions for the 2020 2021 NFL season um, as the schedules were just released two weeks ago tomorrow so yeah um, so we're gonna start with the AFC north um. I have Baltimore winning the division and earning the two seed in the AFC East at 12 and four going four and two in the division. I think that um, they definitely improve their team, but I feel like uh, teams are going to be um, a lot more wary of Lamar. Obviously he's still going to light it up, but I feel like he's going to be a little, pr- probably not as good as he was last year. Still a uh, elite like caliber player, but I don't know about MVP caliber caliber. Um, then I got the Steelers at 10 and six and going three and three in the division. I think people are sleeping on the Steelers. I feel like they have a really good team around them. A lot of young stars who can develop a great coach in Tomlin and arguably a top five defense in the league. So I think they're going to, uh, make the playoffs. Um, here I have them earning the fifth seed. Um, then I got the Browns at nine and seven, also three and three in the division. Um, I think that with better coaching last year, they would have made the playoffs because they've got all the skill they need. They got a really talented team, just really bad coaching last year. Um, hiring Stefanski was a questionable move at first, but over time, I began to like it more because he's an offensive-minded coach, and that's where most of their strengths are. So I have the earning seventh seed uh, as the playoff as the playoff picture just expanded this past year with the new CBA. Um, and then Cincinnati, I've got five, I've got it five and 11, uh, going two and four in the division and coming 15th in the AFC. Um, Cincinnati has a lot of potential. I th- like obviously shown here. I think they win three more games than last year, but, um, they're still a little ways off. They got some, they still have some holes to address, but, uh, I, th- uh, going into the future.
1: So for the AFC North, it's going to be one of those tougher divisions. I actually got the Ravens going 13 and 3. They did upgrade from last year and they don't have any major holes. They while they did lose Yonda, I still think they're going to be pretty good. Second in the AFC North, I got the Steelers going 9 and 7 probably. Um they are people are sleeping on them. They got Big Ben, good, re- good receiving and running back cores, and a top defense. With the Browns, I could see them going anywhere from six and ten or like eleven and five, but probably around eight and eight. They have tons of talent. They're just gonna need to put it all together. And we don't exactly know what's happening with OBJ if he's gonna get traded or not. Cincinnati, I've got going four and twelve. Their defense is kind of. Blackluster and definitely Joe Burrow will help, but I don't know how much of an impact he'll have with a kind of bad O-line and his targets are going to be AJ Green, T Higgins and Joe Mixon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that they got potential on that team, but yeah, I agree. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to translate this year. Definitely going to translate into more wins, but not uh into a top caliber team yet. I don't believe uh I don't know if I I gave my predictions for Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Uh, I don't. I don't remember putting giving my record for Pittsburgh. I said ten and six, just to make that clear. Yeah, you okay, did. I did. All right, my bad then. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. All right, moving on to the AFC South. Um, I got the Colts winning the division at nine and seven. And while it's a little bit questionable because this was has been a good division for the past few years, um. I see the Texans dropping off a little bit. I don't think they're going to be an awful team, but losing DeAndre Hopkins really hurt them. I'll talk about that in a second. But, um, Indianapolis, I have 9-7 and, and going 5-1 and one in the division. I think that they're going to really, I think they have the potential to really tear it up. Um, because they have everything they need. They have their franchise quarterback in Phillip Rivers for at least the next two to three years. Um, and that is if he performs well this year, which I think he does. Solid offense, um, and even better defense after trading for DeForest Buckner. So I think they win the division. Um, I have Tennessee in second place. Oh, and Indianapolis earns the fourth seed. Um, I have Tennessee in second place in the division going eight and eight. I think they have talent on their team, but we saw in the playoffs that it was Derrick Henry, like, Derek it wasn't even just a run, like a, um, an offense centered on the run. It was an offense centered on just Derrick Henry. And I think Tannehill set a new record for uh, like least amount, least amount of passing yards consecutively. So if they're able to switch it up, which I believe uh, in their offensive coordinator prep grad, by the way, um, I think that he's creative of creative play caller, but they got it. They got to mix it up a little bit for me. And I got to see that first because people are going to figure out Derrick Henry eventually. Um, like I said earlier, I think Houston drops off a little bit this year. I have them at seven and nine, uh, two and four in the division. I think they have the potential to be good. They got some they filled DeAndre Hopkins uh, the, the hole that DeAndre Hopkins left with Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, which could cover it. I'm not sure. We'll have to see, but um until like it's another Derrick Henry situation. Until I see it, I'm not gonna believe it. Um Deshaun Watson's good and their defense is solid. So yeah, seven to nine. I think that they do the really good. With it. They're kind of like a brown situation, like you said. They could be bad or they could be really good. Uh Jacksonville, I have as the worst team in the AFC and worst team in the NFL for that matter at three and thirteen. Um I just think that they are really poorly managed. They um traded Calais Campbell this offseason for a fifth round pick which is really stupid they're totally mis- uh, mishandling the Yannick and Gakwe situation they traded AJ Boye they traded Jalen Ramsey halfway through last year um, so I think they have some potential on that roster they're loaded at receiver but running back, their running back and Leonard for net has expressed interest in leaving Minshew still unproven their offensive line is okay not really a set tight end Some promising players on defense, including Josh Allen and their rookie in Caleb on chase on rookies and Caleb on chase on and CJ Henderson. So we'll have to see. But I, I think that they need at least a year or two to develop.
1: So for the AFC South, I actually don't think the Colts win it. I think it's going to be between the Titans and the Texans, but I got the Titans winning it at 10 and six. Obviously, Derrick Henry has proven he can carry the team. And Tannehill was pretty good last year, even though a lot of him was just handing the ball off. They still got offensive weapons like A.J. Brown, Adam Humphreys. And so I think they're, they're still going to be pretty good. Definitely a playoff team. The Texans, I think the Texans will go 9-7. and seven. Their defense is still pretty good. Deshaun Watson is obviously top QB in the NFL but obviously the loss of DeAndre Hopkins will definitely hurt them. And then I got the Colts actually going 6-10. and 10. I'm just, I do not believe in Phillip Rivers whatsoever. If I were them, I would start Jacoby Brissett. Phillip Rivers is just an interception machine at this point in his career. He's not what he once was. I think age is definitely cap- catching up to him. And then I agree that Jacksonville, will be the worst team and most likely the worst team in the AFC with a record of 4-12. and I am a believer in C.J. Henderson. I really liked him for Florida and Gardner Minshew from last year. But besides Henderson, Minshew, and Yannick, they don't really have much weapons. They don't have much talent, if I'm going to be honest. And Frenette, obviously, is not exactly happy there, so...
0: Yeah, um I, I, I totally agree with that. And regarding your um your Titans point, I think that they can be a good team. I just before before I make any judgments on that, I have to see a little bit more. And um there's a comment you made, I'm forgetting what it was, on the the Texans. I'm totally forgetting Oh no, the, the Colts. Um you you kinda said that you don't really believe in Philip Rivers, and I think that you have yeah. plenty of reason to because of his last year with La- the Chargers.
1: Yeah, last year he was definitely terrible. The
0: good th- the good thing for him is, and this is why I have some optimism for me, he's going from like a bottom five to ten offensive line to arguably the best offensive line in football with um, Braden Smith, Mark Golubinski, Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, and um, Anthony Costanzo. That's a pretty formidable offensive line.
1: Yeah, you're definitely right there. He's got some buttons.
0: We'll we'll have to see. Like I do think that age yeah. is catching up to him, but that's the Colts were smart to sign him to a one year deal because yeah. if he doesn't prove himself, maybe Eason's the future, or maybe Brissett becomes your uh like a second uh second year bridge player for Eason. So we'll have to see. But if he if he balls out, I see them re signing him.
1: Yeah, I, they definitely will re sign him if he does play well.
0: Uh, moving on to the AFC East, I have Buffalo winning the division at ten and six, going five and one in the division and earning the three seed in the AFC. I believe in Buffalo. They were really good this past year. I think they went nine and seven or ten and six this past year. I think they are consistent with that, because um, they 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 have um if I remember correctly, outside of the division they have some competition, um, and. They only really got better, in my opinion. They added Stefan Diggs in offense to go along with Cole Beasley and John Brown. Um, they lost Frank Gore, but they got a good guy in uh, Devin Singletary and a rookie guy in Zach Moss, um, up and coming tight end and Dawson Knox. Solid offensive line, um, and then on defense, you got you got some really good pass rushers: um, Ed Oliver, Trent Murphy, Lorenzo Alexander retired, but I. If I remember correctly, they have a guy to replace him. I'm forgetting his name right now. But uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, uh, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Pretty good team. And I think that I think they'll win the division. Uh, second, I have the Jets going 8-8, eight and 3-3 eight, three and three in the division. I do believe that they are a young and promising team. Darnold can be a really good quarterback. He's shown that he can be. And he's got better weapons around him now. And he's got a tackle in Makai Beckton only reason I don't have them better, and they could even be worse than 8-8, eight and eight, is because of Adam Gase. I do not believe in him as a head coach. I do not believe in his play call abilities, especially from his time in Miami and his time uh, in New York last year. But um, I do believe that they have a talented roster and some key pieces on, on both sides of the ball. Um, Miami, I have them going 6-10. and ten. I originally had them going 7-9, and nine, but I do believe the Bills are a, a probably a ten-win team instead of a nine-win team. I think that's uh, the win I get, that I gave them. Miami got some. They probably had one of the best off seasons this year. They added a ton of talent, but two was not going to start this year. It's still going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we know Ryan Fitzpatrick has his good days and then he has his really bad days. So um, I think they stay pretty consistent. They get maybe I think they went five and eleven, so one more win. Um And next year, when Tua starts, they're going to have a younger, promising quarterback and some other really good players that they both signed and drafted.
1: Yeah, I agree with that also. Can you hear my dog barking?
0: Yeah, I can, but it's not a big deal.
1: Oh, like, is it loud? No, it's
0: not. You're all good.
1: Okay, so I agree. Buffalo's definitely going to win. Pro- I would have them going 11-5, but... You do have the Ed Oliver situation where he was arrested recently. Yeah, I remember that. So,
0: oh, uh, real quick, but... though, before you continue. Uh, New England, 6-10. and ten. Um, I think they're really going to suffer from Brady leaving, but they do have a solid team around them, and Bill Belichick's still the head coach, so they're really not going to suck in any way. But um, I believe Bill knows what he's doing, and they might get a really good quarterback prospect. Um, I think they give you like a, a draft order option, and right now the yeah. Patriots would have the eighth pick in which they could get – they're definitely – with the eighth pick, which I'm not guaranteeing they get, um, they don't get uh, Lawrence or Fields, but maybe they get that guy from uh, North Dakota State. Um, so we'll see with that.
1: Yeah. So for a second in the division, and I think Miami and New England will probably have the same record, seven and nine. With New England, you still have Bill Belichick as the head coach. He's amazing, one of the best head coaches ever. Also, Jared Stidham, I think he'll be a lot better than people think. And they still have one of the best defensive secondaries in the league. So they'll probably be a little under five hundred. And then with Miami at 7-9, and nine, they have Brian Flores. He won five games in one of the biggest tanks ever. And then Fitzpatrick can be hot at times. They also added like DeAndre Swift, Jordan Howard, Matt Breida. Their running back core will be pretty good. Then they signed Eric Flowers, so he'll help. Then the Jets, their first five games are brutal. Like they'll probably start zero and five, but then I can see them ending the season like six and five, and they'll probably end around six and ten. It just sucks that their first part of their schedule is so hard, and they'll definitely be really good towards the end of the year.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that, um, like you said, I I believe in Stedham. I don't think he's going to be as bad as people say. He's got potential. The Dolphins definitely added a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball. So um, we'll see this year. I think they have potential to be really good in the future.
1: Yeah, they definitely will be. Uh,
0: moving on to the AFC West. Um, I obviously have Kansas City winning the division, going 13-3 and and earning the first seed in the AFC and also the first round bye. Um, also four and two in division. I honestly I don't know how they do it, but they only got better this off season. In this first episode, I did a mock draft with my friend Jordan, and we described how um, if they added like a, a versatile running back to that room, their offense, which is already on another level, would be probably taken to another height. And I stand by that statement. They got some good running backs in uh, Damian Williams and. Um, LaShawn McCoy, but LaShawn McCoy is a question mark. You don't know if he's going to stay healthy or even re-sign there. Getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, while it wasn't a surprise, I thought they'd go DeAndre Swift, but he went to the Lions, um, was a good move. I think that he fits that offense perfectly, and Mahomes is going to continue to tear it up. He still has great weapons, and they've got a really good defense. They got um, Willie Gay Jr., the linebacker from Mississippi State. I think that was a great pick in the second round, so yeah look for kansas city to continue to dominate uh i have denver at nine and seven earning the sixth seed in the afc going four and two in division as well i believe in drew lock i think that he has major potential i don't think anybody can call him a franchise quarterback yet but he's in a prime position to succeed with his wide receiver core now looking like Cortland sutton jerry judy kj hamler and you got a tight, you got two good tight ends in Noah Fant and Albert O from Missouri, and uh, two running backs in Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, and then still one of the best pass horses in the league, and a solid secondary that lost Chris ha- Chris Harris and uh, replaced him with AJ Boye, and still has Justin Simmons at free safety. So I think the Broncos have potential to be really good this year. Um, we'll just have to see if he's if Locke can't make the best of that situation. I wouldn't, you can't call him, you wouldn't call him a bust, but uh, if he's not able to make anything good with that situation the year after this coming year, I don't think that they can commit to him as a uh, franchise quarterback.
1: Wow, that's a bold take.
0: Well, I mean, I think that he will do it. I think that he's able to. I think that he has the potential. But if he doesn't, I don't think they commit to him. I just don't see how you could. He has plenty of weapons and a great defense. But I
1: think that's certainly interesting.
0: Um, Coming in kind of tying. They're like the exact same for me. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders and Los Angeles Chargers both going seven and nine and both going two and four in the division. Um, I think the Raiders are definitely improving. Uh, John Gruden hasn't been handed the most or like the best situation. Yet he's been able to turn it around somewhat. They had a pretty good draft. Um, their pick of Damon Arnett was very questionable, but Henry Ruggs bring us brings a speedy offense that or speedy wide receiver to that offense to pair with a big physical guy in Tyrell Williams. Um, I need to see more out of Derek Carr. I don't think he can be their franchise guy going forward for many more years if he continues to play like he has the past two years. So signing Mariota as a backup option and potential replacement was not a bad idea. Um, So I think I'd give it one more year. We'll see what Las Vegas is able to do this year. And I think that they can make the jump next year. Uh, The Chargers, I believe they have a really good team, but have some really good competition in their division. I think that seven and nine is a pretty appropriate record. Uh, They, they groomed Justin Herbert for a year. Tyrod Taylor is their starter and, Carrot Tail is not bad, but he's not probably he's not going to lead him past probably five hundred record, I don't think. But uh, improve their offensive line, uh, still have a really good wide receiver core, and have an even better defense with signing Chris Harris, Linval Joseph to pair with uh, Desmond King, Casey Hayward. Um, who else they got? I'm trying to remember. Either way. I think Los Angeles will be really good potentially next year.
1: Yeah, as to your point, this is definitely one of the toughest divisions. And it's pretty much Kansas City at the top, and then the other three could flip-flop anywhere. So I think Kansas City will repeat as Super Bowl champions. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, great offense. Pretty good defense. They did lose Kendall Fuller, but they still have Frank Clark and and stuff. So I think they'll repeat. Now for second through fourth in the division, I think it could be any team could go anywhere. But as you said, I'm I'm also a pretty big believer in Drew Lock. I think Denver will go ten and six probably, and it's due to all the weapons they have that they drafted, especially the Missouri connection with Albert O. And then they still have Von Miller and a great pass rush. And then third, I'm I think the Chargers and the Raiders will have the same record at eight, seven, and one. I think they're gonna tie a game because you're just like so wow, okay. talent wise. It's a bold prediction. They're gonna tie. It's actually what I'd say. Eight, eight, seven, and one. And you know, John Gruden for the Henry grafted tons of receivers such as Henry Ruggs. I think Derek Carr will have a bounce back here. The defense still has some holes. Then for L.A., they have great talent, but it's going to come down to the quarterback. And Justin Herbert or Tyrod Taylor lead them to some wins. It's going to come down to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a really bold take, but when you think about it, it's really not that bold because, like, I totally agree with you. Raiders and Chargers are, like, dead even in my mind. And like you mentioned, yeah. Raiders added a lot of talent around Derek Carr. Um, Lynn Bowden Brian Edwards in later rounds. And yeah, like, uh, just to touch it on the Drew Locke situation again, I am I, I'm a huge believer in him. I just think that if he's not able to make good on that situation, I, I think John Ewell is a smart guy. So we'll see where that goes. AFC West is probably going to be, in my opinion, probably top four toughest divisions this year. Uh, yeah, easily. AFC North, maybe AFC East, and definitely NFC West.
1: Also, NFC South, NFC South.
0: Probably. Yeah, NFC South pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the NFC, we're gonna go to the NFC North first. I have the Minnesota Vikings taking the NFC North title at eleven and five, going three and three in the division. Um, they have uh, as we know, as we Redskins fans know, they have a good quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Struggles in prime time, but really, honestly, is a solid, reliable quarterback. He's got really good weapons in Cook and Thielen. Lost Diggs, replaced him with Jefferson. That's good. Got a good tight end tandem in uh, Rudolph and Smith Jr. Um, And a solid all-line. So I think that, uh, honestly, you just just went younger at receiver, and I think that they can uh, continue their dominance there. On defense, they lost Linville Joseph, but they replaced him with Michael Pierce from the Ravens. Pretty dead even there. Everson Griffin might leave, but I have no proof of that yet. We'll have to see where they go with that. But they still have a solid defense. I think they had the most picks in the draft, and they picked like two or three cornerbacks. That really helped their cornerback issue. Um, I think that they take the title again. Or, notice, not again. I think that they take the title this year, but still make the playoffs again. Uh, The Packers, I just have sneaking in the playoffs at nine and seven. Uh, I see a regression year just because of their... While it wasn't an awful draft in terms of who they drafted, they just didn't address their needs. They have the biggest hole at wide receiver besides Devontae Adams, and while he's arguably, not arguably, a top-five receiver in the league, he's now going to be double to triple team because they really don't have any other weapons. They lost their second receiver in Geronimo Allison. They cut their starting tight end in Jimmy Graham. They drafted... Deguara from Cincinnati, but he's un- unproven. They've got now three good running backs, so they're still gonna be good. But I see a major drop off from last year. Still got a good pass rush. Still got a pretty good secondary. Linebacker core is okay. Um, we're just gonna to see how we're just gonna see have to we're just gonna have to see how um, Aaron Rodgers deals with the quarterback adversity. Um, Chicago Bears, I have them really. I, I think they just – I don't know. I don't really know what to think of them. They have some really skilled players, but they had like one of the best teams in the NFC last year and then completely disappointed this year. And in my mind, they have two mediocre quarterbacks in Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Nick Foles is shown to be not so great outside of Philly, and we all know the story of Mitch Trubisky. I believe that Trubisky can be a better quarterback on a better team, but – Like the best quarterbacks are those who take advantage of what they have around them and even make the players around them better. Um, Robinson at wide receiver. I think he leaves that to this year. Um, They cut Taylor Gabriel. They have, um, I'm forgetting their name of that, the name, Anthony Miller Um, and a good running back tandem and Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. But I don't expect too much from the Bears offense. Bears defense is what is what's going to keep them afloat with Khalil Mack uh, signing Robert Quinn, Danny Trevathan, Rokron Smith, Kyle Fuller. I go, I have them going six and 10, but going four and two in the division. Uh, The Detroit Lions, I have them as the worst in the NFC going three and 13 and one and five in the division. I don't believe in Patricia as a head coach. Um, I don't think they have a lot of talent on, on their team. Um, they added Jeff Okuda. They now have a stacked cornerback room. That's good. But they really have a ton of holes elsewhere. Uh, I believe in Matt Stafford as a quarterback, and I think that he could arguably be a top 10 quarterback in the league on a different team. Um, adding DeAndre Swift in the second round was a like a B, B-plus pick for me because they already have good running backs, but adding a versatile guy might help them. Kenny Galladay is a good receiver. Marvin Jones is a good receiver. Um, and they have a young and promising tight end in TJ Hawkinson. On the defensive side of the ball, like I said, they have some promising corners, but uh, besides um, they cut Damon Harrison, besides um, Lawrence, um, sorry, not Lawrence, um, I'm totally forgetting the name of the defensive end that they signed from New England. I'm totally forgetting what his name (laughs) is.
1: I'm forgetting his name, too. Here, I'll look it up.
0: But um, they added some other Patriot talents this offseason. Daron Harmon and Jamie Collins. And they do have some young, other promising players. I just don't think they have the coaching that it takes to unlock that potential yet. I think Patricia gets fired after this season.
1: Yeah, so I think earlier I said the Dolphins got DeAndre Swift. I'd like to correct that it was the lines. I mixed it up with the running back the Dolphins got. So... I think, I think with Green Bay, it's going to come down to them or Minnesota winning the division. But Aaron Rodgers will definitely have a chip on his shoulder, kind of or on his shoulder, kind of like what Brett Favre had when they drafted a Rod. He'll de- he. I think he's trying to prove something. They still have a good defense. They still have some weapons. Great running backs, especially with Aaron Jones. So I think they'll go probably ten and six. Then with Minnesota, they could also go ten and six, but I think they'll go nine and seven just because while Justin Jefferson is definitely a great receiver that they drafted, I don't know if he'll be have as much of an impact as Stefan Diggs had. But, you know, he he could be great. And Kirk Cousins, he's like one of the most average quarterbacks. He's he can like he's not gonna give you anything special, but he's not gonna be bad by any means, but He's just like really pretty solid. Now I think Detroit will finish third with a record of of six and ten. I think their defense definitely has holes. Matthew Stafford is a good good QB. They still have some receivers. Marvin Jones. They got Caron Johnson and DeAndre Swift at running back. Pretty good line. Well, not pretty good, but you know, average line. So they could go six and ten. Then Chicago, I think they're gonna be probably the worst team in the NFC or one of the worst teams. I have them going three and thirteen. Wow. They do have a they do have great defensive weapons, you know, Khalil Mack, but besides Allen Robinson, they don't really have much. I'm not too high on Tariq Cohen or David Montgomery. They're they're like solid. they're okay, but then nothing good. And then the line is whatever. So then Trubisky obviously is not anything. He didn't prove to be anything special last year. We'll say that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's definitely bold to make them three and 13, but uh, I, I see your reasons and I, I definitely don't disagree with them. Moving on to the NFC South. I have new Orleans taking the division going 11 and five and four and two in the division. Uh Drew Brees is returning to them, obviously. Um, He's got some dynamic weapons, obviously, in Alvin Kamara, Michael, Cryberry, Crybaby Thomas, but still really good receiver. Uh, a really good offensive line, probably top three. Um, I think they continue their dominance. And they added uh, Adam Troutman in the draft, the tight end, um, despite having like, very little picks. And their defense only got better. They have a really good defense with Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, Demario Davis. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, Marcus Williams, guys like that, adding uh, Zach Bond at linebacker. I think that they continue the dominance, and I think 11 and 5 is a pretty good record for them. Um, coming in second in the division and earning the sixth seed, the Packers are in the seventh seed. Earning the sixth seed is uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, nine and seven, and three and three in division. Getting Tom Brady automatically boosts your team no matter what, but Tom Brady's being put in a really good situation with a really good offense that consists of. Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Cameron Brate, Gronk, um, and uh, rookie running back in Keyshawn Vaughn, Ronald Jones, um, and a solid defense. So I think that they're not going to live up to the hype. I think that they're this year's Browns, and they're going to be better than – or this year's – yeah, this year's Browns. They're going to be better than the Browns last year for one reason, and that's coaching. I believe in Bruce Arians as a coach, and I think that he can get the job done. Uh, coming in third, I have the Atlanta Falcons going seven and nine, three and three in division as well. They have a they have a good team, a good quarterback, pro- arguably the best receiver in the league. Um, but they lost their starting tight end. They replaced him with Hayden Hurst, who's not bad, but kind of unproven. They cut Devontae Freeman in favor of Todd Gurley, which I I like the move, but it's questionable due to Todd Gurley's knee problems. Um, and their defense got better. Adding, um, I'm totally forgetting uh, his name um, from LA. I'm forgetting so many names today. But um, yeah, they added they added a lot of good pieces. They added AJ Terrell in the drafted corner. Um, they also had a good amount of picks, and I think they spent mostly on defense. But I just don't think that they can compete with New Orleans or Tampa Bay yet. Um. Oh, uh, Dante Fowler. That's what they added. Dante Fowler. Yeah. Um, Carolina Panthers. I have them as fifteenth in NFC, second worst at four and twelve and two and four in the division. Um, they have some really good pieces. I just think that they signed Teddy Bridgewater as a bridge quarterback. Um because I think they, they're able to get Justin Fields next year. So Teddy starts this year, then Teddy's Justin Fields' mentor next year, and then I think Justin Fields takes the, takes the field in, uh, in two years. Um, they have the best running back in the game, most, most dynamic in Christian McCaffrey, a really good wide receiver core consisting of DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, Chris Hogan, a bunch of guys. But their defense is a little questionable. They went 7-for-7 defensive players in the draft, which helped them. They got Derrick Brown, Yuter Grosmatos, Troy Pride, um, stuff like that. So we'll see. I'm questionable on it. I don't know how Matt Rule will do. We've seen in the past that many times a a coach coming from college struggles in his first year and beyond. But maybe Matt Matt Rule will change that narrative.
1: Yeah, I agree with a lot of your points. One being that New Orleans will win the division. I think they have one of the best shots in the NFC to make in the NFC to make the Super Bowl. I think they're gonna go thirteen and three. know, now they have a wide receiver two and Emmanuel Sanders. Then obviously their weapons and a good secondary in their defense. Um they also have if Drew Brees gets injured, like Jameis Winston is not a bad backup by any means. He threw 30 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. And he got eye surgery, so maybe his interception throwing will get better. Now, second in the division, I think it's going to be between Atlanta and Tampa Bay, but I'm probably going to go Atlanta here. I think they're going to go 9-7. and seven. They have A.J. Terrell, who's replacing Desmond Trufant. Their offense is still great. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and it's not like... Also, Matt Ryan is a top-ten QB. And it's not like the Todd Gurley th- signing was was um, risky because Devontae Freeman had injury problems himself. Yeah. So, it's like replacing a better injury-prone back from a different injury-prone back, in my view. On now, third, I think Tampa Bay will probably go 7-9. and nine. Tom Brady while he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time with no doubt he's like what like 43 that? now his athleticism is like pretty much gone but he still does have elite um release time so that would definitely help and then his chemistry with Gronk so you know they could they could be pretty solid 7 and 9 then with carolina they, carolina has a great offense the big issue is that their coach is coming from college, as you mentioned, and that I don't really know how good Matt Rule is going to be. And they lost a lot of their position coaches to the Redskins, and also Scott Turner too. But I think they'll go five and eleven. Their schedule is tough, facing you know the Buccaneers, Saints, and Falcons twice a year, so that'll add some losses. Also, Teddy Bridgewater's. Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 last year. The only issue is he's only had six starts in the last four years. So we're going to have to see if he can continue to be great like he Especially was last in,
0: year. Especially in a worse offense. Like, I think that Bridgewater has all the talent in the world, yeah. but he was in one of the best offenses in the league in New Orleans. So, I, yeah, I agree with that point.
1: Yeah. It's a big difference from you know Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, but he still does have Christian Definitely.
0: McCaffrey, so that helps. Moving on to the NFC East, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, I have Dallas winning the division at nine and seven. Um, fun fact: I have all members of the NFC East going three and three in the division. That's just how bad our division is. As much as it pains me to say it, um, Dallas—they only got better. They had arguably the second best draft, in my opinion. Uh, adding Speedy Lamb as their third receiver, well technically their second receiver. It's going to be tough for defenses to cover that, but we've seen major inconsistency from their core um, in away games. Zeke Elliott is obviously a top three back in the league beh- behind still despite Travis Frederick uh, retiring, still a really good um, offensive line. Um, defense, they lost uh, Robert Quinn they have Olden Smith. People are kind of hyping him up a little bit, in my opinion. He hasn't played since 2015. He has the potential, but we'll have to see on that. Still got DeMarcus the Lawrence. They lost uh p- other pieces along the defensive line and Malik Collins and stuff like that. Um, linebackers are still pretty elite. Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, Le- Leighton Vander Esch. So that's pretty good. Safeties are solid. Um, they lost uh. What's-his-face? Jeff Heath. Replaced him with ha Clinton-Dix, who is good, but has tackling issues, as we Redskins fans know. And their cornerbacks are a big question mark. They added in the draft there, um. but Chidobe Awuzie has had injury problems, and he's been a little inconsistent. And Anthony Brown has been pretty good, but is not anything special quite yet. So I still think they take it. They have the, all the talent they need, but they're not deep playoff contenders. Second in the division, I have the Philadelphia Eagles going 8 and 8. Um they got worse this offseason. Um they added Darius Slay and Nikel Roby Coleman to help their cornerback situation, but Darius Slay um in my opinion has just um he's a little overhyped. I think he's a really good corner when it's all said and done, but um people are calling him the best cornerback in the league. I Definitely disagree with that. I think that title goes to Stefan Gilmore. Um, we'll have to see how that translates. But their draft was pretty bad. They didn't address a lot of their needs. Um, they addressed wide receiver, and I think Rager can be special. But we'll have to see. With Jefferson on the board, I've dis- I've already voiced my displeasure on this in the past. I don't know if he was the right pick there, but we'll we'll see. I can be proven wrong. Jalen Hurts was not a good pick because they have Carson Wentz. And while Carson Wentz has injury problems, he was pretty much the only one on Philadelphia that stayed healthy. And he was the only reason they made the playoffs last year. So when it's all said and done, Eagles still have a good team. And I think that they can compete. But with um, even with the playoff picture expanding, uh, too many other teams have improved in the NFC. And I think that uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. In third, I have our Washington Redskins. Um, I think that we see a, a major improvement. Uh, I had them at seven and nine, which is a little, a little promising. I think six and 10, seven and nine is reasonable for them. Um, I just think that there's so much going right for the Redskins right now, getting Ron Rivera, a guy who's going to change their culture. Um, Dwayne Haskins, we saw a major development from surrounding him with more weapons, surrounding him with an offensive coordinator that runs an offense that's similar to um Ryan Days at at Ohio State when he thrived and threw 50 touchdowns. Adding that dominant defensive line with Chase Young, it's really going to help. And I think that it's probably not going to be this year, but maybe the year after that where we see a winning record in a playoff year. It could be this year, but I find it a little doubtful. Um, Still a little bit more to work on, but the Redskins have done a really good job this offseason. It is a little biased, but I think other people would agree. In fourth in the division, I have the Giants going five and 11. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback, but I'm not going to call him a good quarterback or a franchise quarterback until he fixes his turnover issues. He's just really uh, and uh, along with near turnovers, like he was second in like dangerous plays and interceptable passes. So it, once he trims that down and his fumbles, he can improve. He was no doubt better than Haskins this past year, but I don't think people can call him better than Haskins because Haskins was in a situation to fail while Jones was in a okay situation and did okay. So we'll see. Still a Saquon Barkley have a pretty good um, wide receiver core added to their offensive line. Defense really isn't that special, so that's the main reason why I have them going 5-11. Um, I think I'd get a... The, they have to be good soon, or Gettleman's going to get fired, no doubt. I'd give another one to two years for the Giants.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually going to switch it up. I'm a,
0: I'm a, I am I'm have the Eagles
1: actually winning the division at 10-6. and six Because if you think about it, there's no way they're going to succumb to all these injuries they had last year. Like, that's just not going to happen. It's not going to be like that again. And they still have, you know, a top 10 offensive line. Carson Wentz is obviously great. And I do truly think they're going to utilize Jalen Hurts at positions like receiver on screens and stuff. Then their defense, they still have a great D-line. So, and, you know, the addition of Slade definitely helps. He's not the best cornerback, like you said, but he's definitely, like, Top five, arguably top three. And then with Dallas, Dallas has the talent to win the division. But I think because of their poor secondary, they're gonna give up a ton of points and they're probably gonna go nine and seven. Their offense is great, obviously, besides losing Travis Frederick. Dak Prescott top ten QB in the league. Ezekiel Elliott's top top four running back. Good O line great receivers but that defense is gonna regress a ton from last year and then tied for third I have the Redskins and the Giants both going six and ten for the Giants they don't have a true number one receiver unless Slayton can break out which I think he has a good chance to do and Ingram their tight end he's kind of like Jordan Reed where he has great talent but he needs to stay on the field and if he can stay on the field, they'll be good. Obviously, they had one of the better drafts. Andrew Thomas will definitely help. Xavier McKinney, for their safety, will help. But if DeAndre Baker comes back from prison, he'll he'll add to the defense. Now for the Redskins, I think with Ron Rivera, their coaching will their coaching will be a lot better than Jay Gruden. Haskins will be in a better position to succeed probably the number two D-line in the league behind the 49ers. But the secondary has big holes. You know, the starting Sean Davis, Fabian Moreau might be in the cornerback too. So I think just the secondary in general will kind of bring them down. And obviously on offense, they don't, besides Terry McLaurin, they don't have like a star. So they'll also go six and 10. But then it's the East. I think they have the best coaching. Out of I think it's division. definitely
0: possible for sure. And I'm, I'm not giving enough credit to the giants. I will be fair. They have a young and promising team. I just have to see more from Daniel Jones before I can, I can call them good. They did. Draft.
1: Yeah. The, the Redskins and giants will both take a leap in 2021. I think, I think that's very for possible.
0: Sure. And I think that, um, one thing I forgot to mention to the Redskins real quick was, uh, fixing the trainer problem. Injuries have haunted us for the past three to four years. And you replace your old Please. awful training staff with Ryan Vermillion, one of the most respected trainers, and another good training staff. So that's definitely gonna help us. But along with my Giants point, I think yeah. that I said to Seymour. They can be a good team, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call them a good team until I can see stuff. I've said that a lot, but I like mean it the most for the Giants. Like I I have to see it to believe it. Yeah. So uh, wrapping up the podcast, we are going to do the NFC West. Try and go a little quickly through it so we don't hit it, uh, a really long podcast. Um, first in the division and first in the NFC, I have San Francisco going 12 and four, four into the division. Solid draft, adding Javon Kinlaw going younger and cheaper at defensive tackle, trading Buckner. Um, adding Brandon Ayuk. He That's a scary thought in that offense. Debo Samuel and him under Kyle Shanahan. Scary thought. They're going to be really good at receiver. Um, getting rid of one of the running backs in Mostert, trading him to Miami, was a good move. That's going to get Coleman and. Um, sorry, no, they traded. They traded Breeda to Miami, not Mostert. Mostert and Coleman are going to really improve, and probably uh, McKinnon, too. On defense, we already know how dominant their defense is. Their defensive line is going, going to continue to be really good. Uh, Fred Warner, Quan Alexander, and Dre Greenlaw, elite linebacker core. The only questionable part is their secondary, but I believe in their secondary. Uh, Richard Sherman, Jakowski Tart, um their other uh, Jimmy Ward. They're they're all good. Quarterback two is a little bit of a question mark, but we'll see how they do. I think they're gonna be really good. Um if there was no such thing as um like the the second seed in the division getting like a five, six, or seven seed. I think Seattle could be the second to third best team in the NFC. Uh, I have them going 11 and five, um, three and three in division. Now the only reason they're really good is because of Russell Wilson, but they have some really young and promising parts. DK Metcalf um, being the center of that point. Um, they have a, an elite coach in Pete Carroll. I just believe they continue to be good. Um, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders only because they've struggled in the past few years in the divisional game, but um, I think they have a chance at the Super Bowl. So we'll see with that. Uh, this is definitely the best division in football. So I have it really close. In third, I have the Cardinals going eight and eight. I think they have everything it takes to be a good team, but being in a really tough division is going to hurt them. I think they might they might be another team to take a leap in twenty twenty one. Um. DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Larry Fitzgerald—it's a great wide receiver core for Kylo Murray to have. Kenyon Drake's a good running back. They're improving their offensive line. Their defense is getting younger and more versatile with Isaiah Simmons, uh, Buda Baker, Byron Murphy—good defensive line. I think they could be a team to watch for next year, but um, being in a tough division, it's going to be a little hard this year. So we'll see. And at the Rams, I think they're going to—they're still going to be a fine team. But they've lost a lot of pieces, obviously because they had to cut down on cap. Um, I have been going seven and nine coming in fourth, but I really don't think they're going to be that awful of a team. i I just see them as a um, another situation of tough division, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, so definitely
0: have to agree this
1: is undoubtedly the toughest division in the NFL. So I think I think San Francisco will win again. They could also try and go to the Super Bowl again. It definitely is a possibility. They also traded for Trent Williams to replace Joe Stanley. But the question is, he hasn't played in like over a year and a half. So will he still be what he once was? Right. And can he fit his head into a helmet? But, you know, adding IUK. they're going to be scary for sure. Then Seattle. Oh, yeah. For the record for San Francisco, I think they'll go 13 and 3. And the three losses will all be in the division. So, like, 3 and 3 no, in the I division.
0: The
1: cool. Cool. And then Seattle, I, I think they'll go 12 and 4. They'll definitely be the best non division winner in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, arguably the best or second best QB in the league. D- DK Metcalf, as you mentioned, Chris Carson. Their defense is good. They got the Griffin brothers, one starting at cornerback. So, oh, also, I forgot Bobby Wagner, the best linebacker, or arguably the best linebacker. So they could give San Francisco a run for their money. Agreed. And then with Arizona, they are very young besides, obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, who's like 38 now. I think they'll go nine and seven, so there'll be three winning records in this division. If you put like Arizona in the NFC East, they would probably win the NFC East, or in like the NFC, maybe the NFC North or the AFC South, they'd probably Arizona would probably win those divisions. I'm a huge Kyler Murray believer. I think he'll he could cement, cement himself as a top ten quarterback in the league then DeAndre Hopkins will definitely help with that. And Isaiah Simmons. And then the Rams I think the Rams will probably go five and 11 or six and 10. They're a great team. Don't get me wrong, but the division, I think they'll go one and five in the division just because of the teams they have to face. So that will definitely drag them down a bunch, but they have a great coach in Sean McVay. They still got Cooper cup Higby. They got Goff, who can be pretty good. So you'll never yeah, know. With I agree.
0: Them. I think, uh, a lot up to question, especially in that division. All right. So that wraps up our record predictions. Um, still a lot that we still a lot of details that we left out, but we don't want to make this an hour and a half long podcast. It's already long as it is. So uh, that's going to be it for this time. i um, going to have to try and come up with some new ideas for stuff going forward as uh, we are in a lock lockout of all sports. Um So uh, I'm hopefully going to try and release a podcast maybe sometime this weekend or next week. So be on the lookout for that. Adam, thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, it was a great time. And hopefully these NFL players can stop getting arrested. Let's
0: hope Dunbar stops being such a diva. Until next time. Thank you.